0: Welcome to today's talk with Erica. I'm Erica del Sordo, here to discuss topics that affect people's personal and professional lives. Join me each week as we talk with experts who know how to answer life's questions and ease your mind. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's Talk with Erica. Thank you so much for being here with me. It's another episode of Breast Cancer Awareness Talks, and this is episode two. I'm very happy to start off here with Dr. Jay Harness. He's no stranger to the show. Dr. Harness is a clinical professor of surgery at the University of California, Irvine, and a breast surgeon at both St. Joseph Hospital in Orange, California, and Northern Inyo Hospital in Bishop, California. Now, over the years, Dr. Harness has been known for his work in the fields of endocrine and breast surgery, as well as the use of ultrasound in surgical practice. He's authored over 100 scientific articles and book chapters and has been the lead editor of three textbooks. Now, his most recent books, The Breast Cancer Answers book, which I have right here, Uh, He's recently sent that to me, signed. And Operative Approaches to Nipple-Sparing Mastectomy, Indications, Techniques, and Outcomes. That was published in 2016. Welcome, Dr. Harness.
1: Hey, Erica. It's great to be with you and the other panel members. Real privilege to be here. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. And we have my cousin, Cindy Papali. She's a breast cancer survivor. Cindy has been a patient coordinator in Miami for more than 20 years. And since Cindy, like myself, likes to help people, she joins me once again to discuss her journey and to help others. She's also a three-time author of The Empty Cup Runneth Over. And then we happen to have Miami Breast Cancer Experts and Experts in Pink now available in Spanish. And Cindy, you've got that book, right?
2: I do. I have it here, yes. Awesome.
0: It's good to have you back on. Of course, you always give very, very good news through your books as well as your experiences with breast cancer. Thank you. It's great to be back. Yes. And now I also have... And I'm going to introduce Mayor Karen Cunningham and her sister together because they are together for a very special purpose. Mayor Karen Cunningham has been here a couple of times before as well. She's a native of Miami-Dade County. Mayor Cunningham is an accomplished teacher, activist, and advocate for education. Mayor Cunningham began her career teaching first grade and has been with Miami-Dade Public Schools for 18 years. Now, with Mayor Cunningham today is her sister, Catherine Honey. Pretty smooth name, huh? Wait until you hear what she does. Catherine's a harpist at local hospitals for cancer patients in Miami's Bay Area. She's played the harp for everyone everywhere, pretty much. She was actually selected to perform for three U.S. presidents as well as President George Bush his wife, Barbara. It is an absolute honor to have Catherine join the show. Welcome, Mayor Cunningham and Catherine. How are you? Thank you. We're
3: so pleased to be joining you from sunny Palmetto Bay, Florida. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here with me, and thank you for offering up your sister for these breast cancer awareness shows. Um, that is that is quite the absolute unique uh, job to have, and I, I can't wait until we get to talking and to get maybe a little tidbit of what you do with the harp. Yes. I love it. All right, Dr. J, let's start with you because, of course, you are the breast cancer expert in terms, scientifically uh, speaking. Um, that, of course, beginning the breast cancer journey, which we discussed in our first show, um, begins really at the mammogram, prior to anyone even having cancer detected. Maybe they never had it detected, but that is really where it starts. Is that right?
1: So I don't know what causes breast cancer. I do know that mammograms save lives. That's the most important thing that I can say uh, today, and that people should be having mammograms done on a regular basis. I also know that Uh, particularly image-detected breast cancer, is not a death sentence, and that we have a multitude of treatments. We know so much more about this than when I started focusing on on this 35 years ago. So uh, I have lots of optimism right now about the direction we're heading when it comes to the detection of breast cancer and the treatment of breast cancer.
0: Okay. Now, how has, how has this pandemic really affected folks? Because that's been the big question. How has COVID affected breast cancer patients and people scared about breast cancer and actually going in for a mammogram?
1: Yeah. Uh, as you know, we probably shut down most of our screening mammogram operations nationwide in the early days of the pandemic. Uh, Frankly, a lot of that was to save the supplies that we needed to protect healthcare employees. Uh, Today, that's not a problem. We have plenty of uh, PPE around and protective gear, and people should be back on schedule getting their mammograms. Uh, Hospitals and breast imaging centers are doing everything they can think of to clean the rooms carefully. Wear masks. Do all of these sorts of uh, all of these sorts of things. Uh, in the very very early days of the crisis, a few months or several months ago, we actually stopped operating together on people again to save supplies. And, and uh, but that has all changed now as well. So we're almost we're almost, if you will, uh, back to normal. Even though we're in the middle of this pandemic. The big question is going to be, if we have another resurgence, is that going to clamp everything down further? I, Erica, I just can't answer that question. a state, region, to read That
0: region. makes sense. Yes.
1: But uh, the other fear, I think, yeah, and the other, oh, I don't go anywhere near. Near a hospital because if I do, I'm going to get the virus, and that is a myth. Uh, the healthcare, including the doctor, to make sure that we're as safe as we can be. So, going to a hospital, going to an emergency room, or sort to of have surgery is not a risk procedure for contracting the COVID virus. Okay.
0: Okay, and you know what? That makes sense. In the sense that I've had a discussion now with a couple of shows where I've had friends of mine contract COVID and members in the same household never even got it from them. So that makes complete sense. It's not, uh, not a death sentence, if you will, but if you go to the hospital, that means you're instantly going to get COVID. So that does make sense. Thank you, Dr. J.
1: So today, <laughs> get, get screened. Don't have air. Your- do social distancing, wash your hands, I'll talk about that are really important, it's critical that people do, uh, and pretty much my colleagues in surgery, medical, and therapy, we're back on track now as far as being able to treat the disease real time, to treat breast cancer real time, okay?
0: Good. Very good to hear. Well, thank you. Now, um, Cindy, I'd like to jump over to you because let's talk about you being a a survivor. Um, Let's talk individually about your books and what they offer because this isn't just a go out and buy the book type of sale. Your books offer loads of informational and educational content. So I know that we discussed all three of them. Let's start with uh, The Empty Cup Runneth Over and uh, discuss... How each book uniquely can help us uh, breast cancer patient, survivor, previvor, thriver. <laughs> Exactly.
2: Thank you, Erica. It's great to be here uh, again and uh, to share my little bit about my journey when I was diagnosed in July of 2000. So I am a 21-year breast cancer survivor. Uh, and I uh, have my journey has taken me uh, a long way. Uh, I have uh, decided to do that first book, The Empty Cup Runneth Over, back in 2007, uh, where I had uh, uh, my first talk at uh, University of Miami psychology class. And from there uh, is where I decided to write this book for college and high school students, because I found out that many did not know that much about breast cancer. So I wanted to be uh, uh, very proactive and I wanted to pass that along uh, to other other young women. Um, And that led into the Miami Breast Cancer Experts, which came out in 2014. What I had done was... I had uh, gathered physicians in the community uh, from U of M, Baptist hospital and private physicians in the community that all jumped in to participate. So I have chapters on uh, chemotherapy, radiation therapy. Uh, I even have a chapter on music therapy uh, and also on yoga and meditation. And my story navigates through the book uh, and uh, there are survivor stories in the book uh, and also from one from a young man who was diagnosed with breast cancer, and he shares his, uh, his journey as a male going through breast cancer. Um, I currently right now work for a plastic surgeon, and, and as Dr. Harness said that, you know, a lot of women, for some reason with this COVID, are afraid to go and get their mammograms. A lot of the hospitals, uh, from my experience and what I know, are very... Um, uh, cautious and they're very uh they clean they're very sanitary uh so which sh- people should not be afraid this month to get their mammograms do not put it off uh it's very important to go and be proactive get your yearly mammogram i usually used to go every october and my my uh breast cancer was diagnosed through a mammogram and um I had a very great uh, radiologist, Dr. Bud Bieber, who actually is in the first book, and his uh, chapter is titled, Squeeze If You Love Me. So uh, I can't stress enough, uh, self-breast examination is important. Uh, Where some people may not think so, I would beg to differ. I think it's important to examine yourself in the shower where it's easier uh, because your hands are wet and soapy. And also it's important to go under the armpit because a lot of people, uh, women tend to miss that area. uh, And that's important because you can find a nodule under the armpit as well. um i i am so happy that uh I, I, you know I let me rephrase that I'm not happy that I got breast cancer but I have met the most amazing people and my life has changed I would have never have written three books nice. uh, I would never I would have never been part of Baptist Day of caring which we had our zoom call today uh, dr. Grace Wang and dr. Levine were awesome talking about covid nice. and um, it's it, it just has taken me on this amazing journey and meeting so many awesome women uh, link of Hope sisters as you know Erica is another uh, organization of women uh, throughout the United States uh, and internationally uh, where they uh, share their uh, stories and actually help one another Uh, and they we they also correspond with each other and many of them actually come here to Florida to meet many of the women here so it's just been it is it's been a wonderful journey it's a gift without the bow uh, for me (laughs)
0: That's very true. Now, you were saying you're, the music therapy section mm-hmm. is in which book? It's in
2: uh, Experts in Pink. This is, is the in... Experts in Pink book, if, if you can see it. So that's uh, your
0: latest book? This that... is
2: my latest book. Okay. And uh, I'm honored to say that we actually did it in Spanish, Expertos en Rosa. And this has helped many women in the Spanish community uh, better understand because uh, a lot of women that do come over here that don't speak English, uh, we did it for them. And uh, uh, Very nice. Yes, we're honored to do this. We have had many requests to write it in Spanish, so we had it translated, and it is now available in Spanish. It's available, actually, at Books and Books in Coral Gables, where Mitch Kaplan has one of his four stores, his bookstores, and uh, also on Amazon and Kindle.
0: That's wonderful. Well, maybe you can have Catherine in your fourth book. Do I hear a fourth <laughs> book from maybe?
2: We are talking about doing that. I work for Dr. Jaime Flores in, uh, in South Miami, and he's one go. of the best plastic surgeons, and uh, I am the surgical coordinator, so many of the women come through me, uh, and they can relate to, I can relate to their story, and I can actually be an, a strong advocate for them to help them go through their journey.
0: I think that's wonderful. Uh, Mayor Cunningham, I wanna, we're gonna talk about what's happening in the village and everything, but since you're sitting there with your sister, I I wanna talk to Catherine now because it completely ties uh, into what Cindy's talking about with her book. Uh, Catherine, your job absolutely takes my breath away. I had no idea that harpists were in hospitals for cancer patients until your sister said something. So you offer the most unique gift to cancer patients and just people in general, the gift beautiful soothing sound. Um, Catherine, you're a harpist. You've got quite the extensive background with this gift. You've played for U.S. Presidents, former Secretary of State Dr. Henry Kissinger, amongst others, and even some celebrities. But your most notable work is what caught my attention, obviously, when Mayor Cunningham had said so, that you play the harp in hospitals for cancer patients. When did you start playing the harp? When did that come about? How did you get into hospitals? Tell me. (laughs)
4: Is, I have a couple degrees in music, but I do not. I am not a music therapist. I play therapeutic music. Um, I've been through Bishop many times in the Bay Area for the past 35 years working there. And A hospital in the Bay Area called me and said, will you come and play in our hospital? Not a cancer hospital, just a general hospital.
0: Okay. Now <laughs> I, I do want to make this claim. You're not uh, you've never had breast cancer though, is that right? No, but, oh.
3: no, but it, it's a topic that's very near and dear to us because my mother is a breast cancer survivor.
0: Okay. I had to ask because just today I had a phone call meeting with someone and they asked, Why are you doing this? Why are you having these breast cancer talks? Are you a survivor? I'm not. Of course, um, Next year, I'll be 40. There's no, you know, hiding anything there. And anything can happen. But no, um, I've not gone through it myself, but people ask, so I just wanted to ask. Um, now, where can folks find your music if they'd like to? Maybe someone's, you know, with all this COVID going on, a lot of people not in hospitals, where can someone maybe find your soothing sounds? Now,
4: well, not right now, but I play at the Biltmore Hotel in Coral Gables one through pre, and hopefully post-COVID, uh, yes. Miami Cancer Institute is very forthright in their thinking in the arts. And the staff, they are hired as a, as a vendor to provide, I call it memory music. Something that will remind them, patients that come in, of, of a happy time. Oh, that song reminds me of when... Or oh my father used to sing that to me and they smile. Something it's a memory of a happy time instead of look at where I am. And I'm very honored to be working at music because they, they see the art. Music, art, photography, high um, uh, grade artwork is very important to them.
0: It's very and, healing.
4: You know, just like when we get dressed for the day. Makeup. But, you know, just uh, how you feel about yourself. One patient there, she's always put together, she's always dressed. she said, I have cancer. I have pancreatic cancer, but I'm still alive. And it's, it's, it's all part of what you take in and how you present it.
0: There's a lot of truth in that. So, thank you. Now, pretty pleased, may we ask for a sample of your work, given the harp is right there?
4: We'll <laughs> give you some little samples.
0: I love it. Thank you. Um, what the harp can do.
4: You know, many <sighs> classical. There okay, or uh, a concerto, a solo, which is what you would play with an orchestra. Obviously, it goes on for 15 minutes, but I'm not going to do that. Or maybe something you wouldn't expect to hear on harp. Right, a little twangy and, you know, not really a hard and then uh, the most requested tune that I get, uh, that our mother also loved, but, uh, was a cancer survivor. This is the most requested tune after Happy Birthday. so some little snippets not to use up all of your time
0: no that was beautiful oh beautiful yes that was absolutely you are very talented very talented that was I want to hear more of that now. (laughs) That is wonderful. Thank you. I want it because you were discussing about how breast cancer awareness is near and dear to your heart because of your mother. Um, Tell me real quickly, when was she diagnosed? At what age?
3: Um, It probably would have been in about 1980, 1980. 89.
0: Uh, So I would guess she would have been in her 60s at that time. Okay. Okay. And Cindy, you had mentioned that, you know, given it was that long ago, um, Mm -hmm. even in 2000, cancer really wasn't something that was discussed um, because it was not as known about as it is now, as it is today.
2: There's a lot of uh, uh, the technology with medicine today is amazing and uh, there's so much hope today so that when people are diagnosed, they don't have to think of it as a death sentence or, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like I had thought when I heard the words for the first time, your biopsy is positive for breast cancer. You know, for me, uh, being that I did work at Sylvester for a breast surgeon, I knew more than the average person. So I had more fear of knowing what could happen or what stage was I. So my tumor was a, a stage one multifocal invasive, and I chose to have a bilateral mass at that time uh, and for the first five years um, I went with no breasts I did not have any reconstruction at all I had no implants because the first five years they say if it's going to recur it would recur within that time span and um, So I have to say that um, I did go through the five years and then I did get implants put in uh, and then uh, I had uh, fat grafting, which is uh, another procedure they do today with, for reconstruction. Um, But, you know, uh, everybody handles it very differently. Um, Some women are so afraid and the word fear uh, is, 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 is something that everybody you know, fears, not only for breast cancer, when you hear the word cancer. Um, So I had found many ways of trying to cope, which was reaching out to other women and also music therapy. And I wish I had known Catherine at the time, because Catherine, you would have been my friend, I would have made you play the harp for me every day. I don't know how we would have done this, but we would have done it because I love, love the music and the harp. When Erica told me that you were going to be on the show tonight, today rather. I was like, oh my God, I hope she plays the harp. It is the most beautiful. Next to the violin, uh, I love the harp. It is beautiful. I want to hear more. I have to hear more of that. I am I going to find, I don't know.
0: She's I'm gonna going track to... you down, Catherine. i hope, hope gonna you know. track you down. <laughs> Yes, I am. Um, Mayor Karen, I know we're running out of time here, um, but I want to get to talking about, real quickly, the village. Um, I know that there's a mobile mammogram unit coming up. Is that right for the village of Palmetto Bay?
3: I would just, uh, I mean, I can kind of just wrap it up in a bow. Uh, Sure. (laughs) uh, You know, these diagnostic, getting these mammograms, probably the single most important thing you can do. Uh, We're in the middle of this COVID period. Uh, What we've done, this will be the second year in a row, is to bring Florida Mobile Mammography uh, to the village. They're coming on November 20th, so hopefully I'll see you before that. Uh, Folks can schedule an appointment at FloridaMobileMammography.com. We'll tell it. It's a long uh, long site. Uh, And they can go ahead and make an appointment, and they can have it inside of the mobile unit one person at a
0: time. That's, that's fantastic. That's what everyone needs to hear because fighting this needs to be simple for people because when it, it gets to be difficult, um, very quick story, just in the sense of the self exams. I do have a friend who just went through chemo and the whole breast cancer bit. She's now a survivor of it, but she felt a lump. She knew there was a lump. She knew that it was most likely cancerous, um, but didn't have insurance. And she never got to the doctor in time to catch it before they had to fight it as aggressively as they did. Um, so I think a lot of people need some help in that department. Doctor Jay, what what do you say? Um, what do you say <laughs> to all of this? How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. The uninsured problem uh, that you just talked about with your friend is a very major issue. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, in most states, I believe, I don't know about Florida, but I do know about California, we do have funds set aside from the state for newly diagnosed. Okay. you know, you know there is, a, a, hopefully you have that in Florida as well, uh, and that will often gain you than the access you need to have the adequate treatment. uh, In Southern California, particularly in Orange County, I was one of the biggest providers of of state-of-the-art breast cancer care to the underserved, and those state funds were really critical in allowing us to do our job.
0: That's wonderful. I don't know what happens here, but what I will tell you is – what I'm going to do is research all of that. We're going to have links. I always put everybody's links up. Anything we mention in the show will be in the info section, and I'll have any kind of help anyone needs to go to a link uh, for different states. Um, this way, folks know where to go if they do need help insurance-wise, not waiting when they feel a lump until they've got stage four cancer.
3: Erica, if I could put in a pitch for uh, our friends at the hospital.
0: Yes. yes.
3: Doing for the uninsured, $50 mammograms. Uh, so I know $50, my $50, somebody doesn't have, uh, but it is a you know much reduced uh, price in getting your mammogram for the month of October.
0: Okay, I I like that. Thank you for adding that. Um, we've got a few minutes left. Um, would Mayor Cunningham and Catherine? Would you like to add anything else?
3: I don't really have anything to add <laughs> except you know I know Doc would say. Uh, one in eight women uh, we just gave a, uh, pro, sorry, a proclamation here in the village uh, to recognize cancer awareness uh, we gave it to a cancer a breast cancer survivor in the community and she accepted it on behalf of all the men and women uh, that have had breast cancer and our survivors and i was shocked to see that it is one in eight women that's a small group right you have a few ladies over uh, and one in eight of them are going to have breast cancer during their lifetime. So, yep. you
0: know,
3: get that, get that mammogram.
0: Thank you for adding that. Thank you because okay. it's very true, and everyone does need to get their mammogram. And it's not just about breast cancer. Get everything checked. Get everything checked. Cindy, Dr. J. Sure. Catherine, Mayor Cunningham, thank you for joining me. This is another wonderful show with a lot of information. I will have those links in the info section. So thank you for joining me, and thank you for that beautiful heart music, Catherine. Thank you,
3: Erica.
2: Bye-bye. Yes, and Erica, I would like to... Thank uh, you. Thank you. if I can add quickly, um, on Facebook, there's the, uh, you can find the Link of Hope Sisters there. And a lot of women are very knowledgeable. So if anyone needs any resources for anything, including uh, for not having medical insurance, where to go, all of the women there are very helpful. So it's Link of Hope Sisters on Facebook. And they can just go ahead and click on and search there. And they can speak with anyone there.
0: And I'll have that link. Absolutely. Thank you for adding that. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be seeing you again for Breast Cancer Awareness Episode 3 next Monday. Have a great day. Thank you, Erica. Thanks for listening to today's talk with Erica. Join me next week for another discussion with the experts who help make life easier. Please visit my website, EricaDelSordo.com, where you'll find all of my social media platforms and more. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Once again, thanks for listening.